Welcome to People Lab Men's Higher Education Podcast. Today's episode is the last in a series of three discussing Hobson & Company's ROI study of SelectSuite. Now, for those of you who don't know, People Lab Men is the leading provider of cloud-based talent management solutions for education, and Hobson & Company is a third-party research organization. My name is Kevin Keenman, and joining me today is Erica Blacoot, who is a partner at Hobson & Company. How are you today, Erica? Great. Thank you, Kevin. Of course, and thank you for joining me. Now, as I mentioned earlier, your organization recently looked into the ROI of Select Suite, the full suite of talent management solutions offered by People Admin. And I noticed the report makes some pretty astonishing claims, including the fact that customers can see a full return on investment in just one month. What does it take for an institution to actually see that type of return? Well, you know, there are actually, there's a lot of variables that go into the analysis and those percentages. And as I mentioned earlier, the reason there's so many variables is because of the depth and breadth of value that we found across the board. So I would say there's really two big things that organizations can keep in mind in terms of trying to do the best that they can in order to achieve those results because they are possible. I think the first one is to prioritize where to focus um, energy and where to focus on implementation because usually it's not possible to do everything at once, right? Usually it's not possible financially or operationally to say, okay, I'm going to do everything within the next 12 months. And so what matters is really taking a look and looking to see where you can have the most impact and laying out a plan potentially for a phased approach um, to say, let's go through the different modules, different ways that we can approach this and strategically decide where to start first. Because oftentimes what I see is the squeaky wheel gets the grease, um, but organizations don't realize that sometimes the big impact or the big areas of efficiency are less frequently thought of areas. You know, onboarding is actually a great example of that because if you look at the time savings and actually run the math on on the time savings resulting from a more efficient onboarding process, you can see that it's definitely got high potential and a, a low-hanging fruit, if you will. And, and really take a step back and say, what makes the most sense in terms of implementation today, next year, year after that, in order to hit the areas that you can get the highest potential return on first. You know, faculty recruiting is a great example of that. Um, do we do it now versus later? How hard is it going to get be to get it done? Maybe if we have these tools in place or this analysis that we can demonstrate, what are the areas that has the most impact? It can help you with that. And that actually brings me to my second point in terms of what are things that higher ed organizations can try to keep in mind in order to try to get to those levels of, of return on investment? And that is adoption. You know, internal adoption is key because um, if you have a product and it's only used 25% or 50% across your organization, I always think about that as leaving money on the table because you're already paying for it and you're not getting as much value as it out of it. Over the years, what I've seen is what I end up referring to as uh, base case usage customers and best case usage customers. And so those both may be paying the same amount, maybe best case is paying a slightly bit more, but for the most part, they're usually paying the same amount, they've got the same product, but 
best case customers have gone beyond that first pass of implementation where they've addressed just the most obvious areas and they're not going and they've gone into, excuse me, the additional layers of product use. So if I go back to talking about the high level themes that we talked about earlier, organizations that just look at efficiency will end up getting stuck at just base case usage value. But if you really go deeper into that visibility, the strategic impact that you can have, those are the organizations that end up with a best case ROI. And when you talk about um, best case organizations, what we see is really, you know, I often see people having dedicated staff that is responsible not just for year one implementation, but they also are responsible for ongoing improvements and kind of managing that phased approach, if you will, that, that I talked about earlier. Um, you know, and then I think it's also really important to keep in mind that having strong leadership support and having that focus on change management in order to ensure adoption is key to achieving those best case results, which is what, what we were talking about. Exactly. And yeah, I think that's, that's perfect advice, Erica. And that's actually all I have for you today. So I just want to thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Kevin. Well, there you have it. Best practices in higher education talent management. You can find a link to Hobson & Company's ROI study of SelectSuite in the description. And if you'd like to learn more, please visit peopleadmin.com. Thank you for listening.